Hey y'all, welcome to Horse Pro Happy Hour on Wine Down Wednesday. Grab a drink and have some girl chat with your favorite horse girls, Stephanie, myself, Amber, and Hannah. Tonight we're going to talk about happy horse falls, whatever that means, <laughs> accidents, and other freak incidences around the barn. Grab a drink and enjoy. So, you guys, I don't know if I have ever told y'all about the story of how I actually started riding Campino. So about two years ago, maybe, maybe not too long. Yeah, about two years ago now, I was all set to lease another horse. Um, It was a thoroughbred and I was getting ready to ride said horse. And I brought my horse out of the tax stall and, or the grooming stall And there was another horse in the aisle with its owner, who was a young girl. And I remember saying to her, hey, so-and-so, can we get by? Because we needed to get past her in the aisleway to go to the arena to ride. And she was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And her horse is pretty large, so I couldn't see that she had had or had not undone the cross tie. And so I took a couple steps forward with my horse. And at that point, I realized she still hadn't undone the cross tie. So I stopped him waiting for her to take it down. Well, apparently her horse was not supposed to be in the aisleway, could not be cross tied and was a very angry mare. (laughs) She completely reared in the air at my horse and me. Like completely like some kind of, you know, black beauty shit and full blown in the air, ripped the cross tie down. The cross tie was not a breakaway and some very smart human being attached it to one of the stall doors. So as this horse rears in the air and then comes down hard, breaking the cross tie, the stall door literally fell on top of me and the horse like just like the barn came crashing down on us meanwhile my horse reared at the mare too because of course you know they just needed to puff their feathers and it was a complete disaster so I thank god was wearing my helmet it hit my head but mostly the horse like the horse broke the fall of the door because like he's taller than I am and long story short My trainer comes running over from completely outside, thought that a person had run their car into the barn. That's how loud, how loud the crash was. And I got hurt. My foot got trampled on from, cause I was literally in the middle of two horses panicking. And of course, when the stall door came down, the entire barn was up in roars. I mean, they were all panicking. All the horses were freaking out. Um, I got trampled. I thought this was it. I was like, I'm, I'm dying. This is it. And, um, (laughs) Like I really like my life flashed before my eyes and the horse that I was riding and supposed to start Elise on got completely cut up like complete like he was like because the nails were like four inch nails I mean they're stall doors so and they really got him so he was no longer able to be leased I mean he ended up being okay but he wasn't rideable for the foreseeable future and Campino was just coming off of stall rest and his owner no longer wanted to ride him because she was a senior in high school and just really wanted wanted to get out of horses. And that's kind of how that 
partnership started was a complete freak accident. And so, yeah, moral of the story, take the damn cross rails or cross ties down before you try and pass another horse. Yeah. And if your horse isn't supposed to be in the aisle, keep it in the fucking stall because (laughs) (laughs) it's dangerous. Otherwise, I felt really bad, though. The girl was like she's only she was only 15 at the time and she was hysterically crying because she she knew what she had done and she felt awful about it. And I felt bad, too. But at the same time, I was like, you know, you got to be smart. (laughs) Like. Okay, you talking about how you had your helmet on when you hit your head. That reminded me of what I've been doing recently. So normally when I get off, I love to take my helmet off right away because, you know, it's really hot, especially if I've had all my hair up in it. I like it off. But um, recently I've been keeping it on until I like until I'm done washing him and putting him back in his stall. Because in our wash rack, I tend to hit my head all the time. Oh, my God. Me, too. <laughs> Wait, what do you hit your head on? Okay, Hannah, so... me, too. I'm not kidding. <laughs> so um, we, we have the one inside, but I've just been using the one outside because it's quicker. And yeah. so it's three different slots with cross ties, and they're separated just by, like, wooden beams. And so oh. I... Sometimes we'll crawl under, actually every time I crawl under the beam <laughs> instead of walking around them to turn the water on and I bonk my head. And then when I'm washing his legs, then I go to get up, I bonk my head. And then a lot of the times I'm lazy and I don't want to make him move all the way over because he'll get really stuck on a side and I, have, I will, can either shove him over or I can crawl under the beam. And yep. spray him from that side. <laughs> and then I'll bonk my head. Yep. It's honestly, I bonk my head on the horse. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it happens every time. Like, I will be, like, putting, I, we wrap Pino's legs every night. And I'll be, like, wrapping his legs. And he won't be doing anything wrong. He'll just, like, put his head down to, like, be like, hey, mom, what you doing? Like, how you doing? Trying to give me a kiss. Every single time without fail. Startles me. So then I turn my head really fast and then he turns his head and it like he like takes his nose and like lifts up really hard on my helmet. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Pino, like, thank God I'm wearing my helmet because you'd be smacking my head every time. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my horse. No, y'all are making me think that I probably should wear my helmet when tacking Dexter up simply because. He's he's one of those horses. He's really lazy about picking up his head, but he still will pick his head up to get from one side of me to the other. But every once in a while, he'll just clip me with his head, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'll be standing up straight, like thinking about something, and just ugh, just bam, right yep. in my head. Yep. Because he didn't pick it up high enough. Yep. And if I had a helmet, that would keep my noggin safe. But here I am. And free it hurts. Noggin. It does. It hurts Their heads are hit. hard. Right. Like, they are hard. Think- you know, even just bumping into their nose, you wouldn't think that would hurt. It's like, oh, squishy, boopy nose. No, uh, it is hard as a brick. Their heads actually, are so heavy. And uh, that's happened to me several times also in the wash rack. This is where it always happens, where <laughs> I am I get in front of him and I'm washing his front legs and trying to get like his knees. And then he will put his head down and then I go to stand up and we just bonk. And Yep, um, every time. Okay. So... Yeah. 
I wear my helmet in the wash rack now. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. That's actually how my mom broke her nose one time. Oh, my gosh. She was in a stall with a horse. And, you know, like, sometimes you have, like, a good sense of what a horse is going to do, how they're going to react. She did, She couldn't quite grasp what the horse was doing. So there was a lot of times that she would get caught off guard by their actions. And this was a particularly flighty horse, but she just wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those moments where something happened. And I don't remember if it was her or the horse, but one of them turned to look at something and they clipped their noses into each other and she broke her nose and she had to get surgery on it to fix it. To be honest with you, the amount of times that Pino has nudged me, like not in a malicious way or anything. Thank God Thunder is like the sweetest thing, like total solid citizen in his stall, like so gentle like oh you want me to move my head down like here you go like all nice and calm Pino's like you want my head lady here (laughs) like like, here take my head and like just completely bonks me I honestly do not know how I haven't left the barn with a fat lip yet honestly like the amount of times that like my like mouth and like chin area has been hit by a horse's nose and, like, Hannah, when you said, like, it's, like, a brick, you're not kidding. Like, it's literally, like, taking no. a brick to the face. And I know every single time, like, it's not intentional. And it's just, like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to move that huge part of my body? My bad. Like, <laughs> like it's it hurts. What other fun things have happened to me? So, one time, we were on a trail ride. And this was with an old um, lesson quarter horse. And he was so sweet. And we were on the trail ride and I just see my trainer's Jack Russell running as fast as he can after something. And turns out it was a bunny, which was like, okay, no problem. Then they came looping back around and the bunny ran in front of the horse and then the dog ran in front of the horse. And he spooked so bad. I think all four legs came off of the ground. And somehow (laughs) I like ended up getting out of the saddle and then just like dismounting perfectly on my feet. It was like almost incredible. My trainer was like, yeah, I have no like, idea, but did anybody see that bunny? <laughs> like that was so fast. Oh no, that actually reminds me of the story. The first time I got the wind knocked out of me, I don't think it was my first fall, but it was definitely the first time I like seriously realized like, Oh, falling off hurts. And there are serious consequences with this. It was, I was on this little quarter horse. He was, he was young. He was like five years old. He was still really green. And I was in an outdoor ring in a lesson. And this outdoor ring um, was actually downhill. So there was this hill that covered half of it on the side. And it was all covered in uh, really tall grass because the hill was so steep they couldn't really mow it. And in the hill, there was a particular just awkward mound off in the corner, like off from the corner of the ring, about 20 feet on the hill was this mound of dirt with particularly long grass growing from it. And so I was just riding around doing a lesson and the barn cat. So, you know, with cats, how they have this habit of just running full speed somewhere. 
yep. where they just gotta go fast. Well, the mm-hmm. barn cat was out and about and apparently was in the grass. Well, the next thing I know, the barn cat is running full speed down the hill and launches itself off this tiny little mound and comes flying towards me and this baby horse to which the poor thing turns tail to the center of the ring bucks once bucks twice and i fly and land on my back and have the wind knocked out of me oh no speaking of barn cats those little fuckers so (laughs) at the place honestly honestly at the place that i had pino at his like when he was out in the pasture she had only like three or four cats like and they were they were nice but they loved to go skydiving out of the ceiling they literally would go into the loft where the hay was and then they would jump from the ceiling of the indoor arena to the ground I don't know why they did this I mean cats are so weird like the way that they can just like jump and land and just like hop around like it's really cool but anyways I was riding Pino one time, just casually walking, you know, we're just hanging out and all of a sudden this cat just drops from the ceiling right in front of us. And of course, Campino was like, "Uh uh-uh, nope, what is that? It's going to kill me. I'm out of here. And I was like, okay, here we go. Thankfully, Pino is a very smooth spooker. So, like, when he spooks, he's really, like, I can just really pretty much get him under control. If I was on any other horse, my ass would have been on the ground in two seconds flat. I'm like, these barn cats are nuts. Do y'all have crazy birds in your barn that make nests? Yep. Okay. Ours are so crazy and aggressive. They build nests everywhere so they're always like diving down you know trying to protect their territory or whatever and the other day I was helping them helping my trainer clean out some stuff from an area and so I went to go take something off of the shelf and a bird had made a nest like way back in the corner and the mom flies out like right in my face. She's pissed oh, no. off and then goes away. And then we look in there and there's little eggs. And I was like, oh, no, we can't clean off the shelf now. And so <laughs> I told my trainer and she said, OK, we'll just leave it. But then I went to the barn yesterday and the shelf was cleaned off. So now I don't oh, know no. what happened to the bird. <laughs> Oh, no. We have my trainer actually leaves the top windows and doors open so that the birds can come in. I think there's I think she said they're swallows because they eat all the bugs. So like all the flies and other bugs. So like her barn's really not that buggy, which is really nice. So I'll take the birds. But Thunder is not a fan. He's gotten a lot better Um, when he first got to the farm. He was like spooky as all hell you could close your tack trunk and he would spook if you could have like a bag and he would spook of course plastic bags were an absolute monster um he's gotten a lot better now if you've seen on my recent instagram video my trainer has been lunging him with a plastic bag trying to desensitize him to things like that and now he's not even phased by it like any other horse would move away from the bag he just stands there like 
what do you want me to do with this? I thought I'm not supposed to be scared of it. So what are we doing? We're just going to stand here and you're just going to wave this bag at me. Cool. Like (laughs) you look like fun. Anyways, birds. Yeah. He doesn't (laughs) like birds. That's funny because um, (laughs) (laughs) I love lying down Wednesdays. (laughs) That's funny about the plastic bag, though, because that's what I had to use to get Z to move at all if I wanted to lunge him. Yeah, any other horse. Any other horse. Yeah, and I mean, like, I can pop the whip behind him, and he's like, I don't care. I don't care. And even with the bag, when I rattle the bag, he's just like, eh, I guess I'll trot away from it. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm like, you're ridiculous. Like, every horse is horrified. Like, a plastic bag is a monster killer. It's going to get you. But they're just like, eh, whatever. What do you think they they see when they see the bag? Like, what about it do you think they're like, oh, no, that is the killer object. Like, (laughs) that's the... I don't know if it's, like, the noise they make. Because, you know, like, they kind of, like, crackle like when they're kind of floating okay. in the breeze or if they just look funny I don't know I just horses are scared of the strangest thing <laughs> I know it always makes me laugh whenever Pino gets scared of something I'm like dude you are a monster what on earth are you afraid of this thing for like you can literally kill it in a heartbeat and that's the thing in my lesson literally the other day so it was it was super hot, right? It was like 92, super humid, summer day. My trainer brought out, we have a big industrial fan that we have in the indoor for the horses, so that way they stay cool even in the heat. Mm-hmm. And this was mid-lesson. We've been taking breaks because my asthma was acting up and I, I was having a rough time breathing. We, we had stood by the fan. I walked him past the fan in the beginning of the lesson specifically to be like, oh, look, something new. Your dumbass has to look at this because <laughs> you're huge, but you're the biggest Freddy cat ever. And three quarters of the way through the lesson, I'm walking him up to the fan to go cool him down. And he full body just <laughs> spooks, <laughs> just like four feet off the ground, just <laughs> like. I walked you to the fan. We stood next to the fan. We yep. both enjoyed the fan. Why yep. are you spooking at the fan? <laughs> we, bo- we both enjoyed it. <laughs> They're so ridiculous. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> okay, I just remembered how Ben spooked like a couple weeks ago. I thought I wasn't going to have many stories for this, but now things you guys are saying are reminding me of all these stupid things that happened. It kind of really turned into, like, a spooking episode. But yeah. Okay, this is so funny. So my trainer has had a rule for a while now that no outside people can come to the barn because of COVID. And she's recently started letting, like, family members come back, like kids' parents, you know, stay to watch lessons. So my husband came with me for the first time like a couple weeks ago. And so I was just going for a hack. And so we were walking down and we have like the big main arena. And then we have a smaller arena that is right next to my trainer's house and backyard. And I typically don't ride in that one because it's really little, but someone had set up a bunch of ground poles. So I wanted to use those. I was like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of that. You know, someone else did the work for me. Well, we're walking into the little arena and my husband is right behind Ben, which is stupid to begin with. I mean, like right behind his butt. And then my trainer's dogs are in the backyard and 
they're around horses all the time, so I don't know what their problem was, but they came running up to the fence, barking. And oh, Ben, no. ben oh. was like, yeet! And he did a <laughs> spun around, and the next thing I see is my husband crouching. <laughs> don't hit me. Don't hit me. And I, like, steered him around, and he was like, oh, my God, you almost ran over me with Ben. <laughs> To be honest with you, some crazy spooks that I've gone through with both Thunder and Pino have been when I was just like hand grazing them out, like getting grass for like no reason whatsoever. The amount of times that I like the horses have like spooked to where I've like had to rein them back in to the point where it scares me like, oh shit, what's coming after us? (laughs) Like, Like nothing. It's a blade of grass that just like brushed up against your leg dude are you serious but it just always seems that like some of the worst spooks have been when I've just been hand grazing them yeah Ben likes to spin when he gets scared like that like he did with the dogs and so yeah one time I was casually walking him and we went up the hill and there are some chickens up there and he decided chickens will eat you and so he did said yeet again <laughs> I love that he's so fast ripped the lead rope out of my hand he starts oh, no. running down the hill away from the chicken <laughs> I was like you are huge it's a chicken oh I my know. god but it just really like never ceases to amaze me how like scared they are of just the dumbest things it's just so so weird. This has really turned into like a spooking episode. Sorry, listeners, but we just kind of <laughs> we have happy hours. We just kind of go with the flow. <laughs> so I this do is have the a flow. Go ahead. I do have a story of a, a happy little accident that happened. <laughs> if we want to rein it back in, that I just remembered. Yeah. Um. So at my my first barn, because as as we talk more about things, I remember more things. Back when, way, way back when, I was probably like 12 or 13, possibly. Still still beginner, still still lesson horse, still pony age. Like, this was back when I was consistently riding tiny ponies because I am short and I just get picked on for ponies when I do catch rides. I was on a lesson, I was in the outdoor ring, which had just normal wooden fencing. And of course, in an outdoor ring, if you don't replace the wooden fencing very often, kind of gets a little, little janky, a little jagged. There's some parts that stick out. It's not a big deal. Well, the only part that makes it a big deal is that often with very unruly lesson ponies, they don't really listen to your leg. And specifically... This one's favorite activity was to take your legs and jam them up against the wall because if your leg is pushed up against the wall while it's moving, you can't kick it from one side. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, so we were in this outdoor with this weathered fencing on this pony that particularly loved to rub your legs up against fencing so you couldn't kick it, and I was going forward and the next thing I knew there was this it it calling it a splinter wouldn't be justice to how large this just borderline shank 
of wood sticking out was. <laughs> and the next thing I know is the entirety of my jeans that I was wearing from my kneecap to my hip was just ripped open because oh there was a piece of fence that got caught Ugh. and just ripped open my pants. Oh my God. And fortunately, I was completely unharmed. There were no splinters in my leg, no cuts, no scrapes, no blood, no nothing, except for the fact that I had this foot-long gape in my pants because this pony was such an asshole to rub me up against the fence, and I was short and tiny and couldn't get it off the fence line to begin with. And that is how I ruined a pair of pants. <laughs> the first the first of many. To be honest with you, I haven't ruined any pants yet, so that's a good thing, I think. Your time will come. I'm sorry. I haven't ripped any, but... Oh, I think I I think I talked about this last time. Did I talk about how I got hoof magic or whatever it's called? Hook cushion magic. What is that stuff called? Cushion? What? Yeah. Magic cushion. Yes. Hoof <laughs> <Stuff> cushion. <laughs> okay, I think I might have talked about this in the last episode. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Never mind. So also... <laughs> Okay, so I had a, a really funny story about when I had Z at my first farm. I never really fell off Z seriously. He was just super chill. He was very predictable. You know, he didn't dirty stop on me. He didn't do anything crazy. So I never fell off of him seriously. But I did fall off <laughs> in a very silly way. So I taught him how to stand next to the gate and let me open it and then he would come around and then he would give me room and I would close it which was really cool it's like okay we can do like these those like western trail class things the obstacle courses we can open and close the gate but one time we were trying to leave the arena and the gate was stuck and I don't know what the deal was but I started like shaking it and I I was bareback I was just like I just bareback hacked him around a little bit and I shook it really hard and pushed and leaned over and I flipped over to the other side of the gate. And, and Z was just like, oh God, what is going on? What are you doing down there, mom? I know. Like, why are you on the other side of the fence? So then I just had to get up and open the gate and I was like, oh my God, I hope nobody saw that because that was so embarrassing. <laughs> No, that makes me think of the other time I ruined a pair of pants, actually, which <laughs> was also ironically <laughs> I am very unfortunate with my clothing. It's bad. It's a bad thing. So this was also when I was younger, too. Um, so we were, again, in this outdoor. I had a lot of falls in this outdoor, fun fact. What is it about outdoor arenas that make you fall? Like, I have the same issue <laughs> now. I'm like, but I'm outside and it's totally fine. But at home, like in the outdoor arena, it's just like there's so many monsters out there. I don't know. Well, it wasn't a spook that got me. It was literally the horse just tripped over oh. a cross rail and I was just that 
tiny and unexperienced and unbalanced that the horse clipping its foot on a jump pole just completely sent me up over its shoulder. Well, unfortunately, this was in the middle of February and the ground was slightly frozen and, you know, in the outdoor or in any ring, if you don't drag it every once in a while, you get kind of a rut in the outside. Well, with it being February, there was a lot of rain, there was a lot of snow. So there were these puddles in this rut on the the outside of the ring, which had frozen over and then melted. So when this horse clipped its foot on the jump and I fell off, I landed in this partially frozen, partially puddle muck. Oh. <laughs> and my my barn at the time was kind enough. I I got up. I was fine. Just a little dirty and cold and they had some extra clothes for me to change into and fun fact, that was actually how I got my first pair of breeches because I got to keep them because of how embarrassing the fall was because Aww. I was covered head to toe and just frozen muddy ring muck. yeah so that's how I got my first pair of breeches that's so cool, though. <laughs> well there you go yeah. I have to buy them <laughs> well thanks guys for listening to our embarrassing stories and funky falls and accidents that happened if you want to share with us a funny story we'd love to hear from you on our instagram at horsebroke.podcast Thanks for tuning in and happy wind down Wednesday. Woo. Woo.